What's up, friends? Welcome back to the What Let's Go podcast. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope you're having a great week. Y'all, today is so exciting. I have two guests, and they are in the house, on the couch, and we are going to get so much good advice and also just hear the heart behind the songs we just released. If you haven't heard, we just released our first EP with Ello Worship. These songs mean so much to us, and I have the writers and the singers, all the things behind the scenes um, right here where we get to talk about uh, what these songs songs mean to us, the words behind them, why we wrote them, and how we feel God moving on them and our hope for them as you listen to it. So we're pumped. Without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Reeves and Kaylee. Woo-hoo! Kaylee, you're a regular. Reeves, it's your first time? Yeah. You know what's crazy for all of you listening? Reeves and I actually grew up together. Like, diaper grew up together. Like, yeah. all of our baby pictures, you see us together. So it is wild that God has allowed us to step into doing this together. It kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Like, I'm, literally. I'm loving it. Every second of it, it's just It's crazy. crazy. We always talk about this, but um, nobody even knew Reeves could sing until when? When was that? I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> when was that, that you sang at camp and everybody was like, what? Summer of 2018. That's crazy, because wow. that was not long ago. Four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah. And four years ago was when I started talking about wanting to do Ella Worship, and I heard you sing, and I was like, whoa. And Mom was like, think about Reeves for the Ella Worship thing you're doing. And then you started leading at camp the next year, and you asked me about it, and I was like, okay, I'm thinking about it. But at the time, we had other people who were going to step in, and it mm-hmm. is just crazy, it's even just in the prayer we were praying before we started this podcast, that... God knew all along, yes. like, what was going to happen and established our steps in such a way that, like, even when we were little, little mm-hmm. like, we didn't know he was cultivating mm-hmm. this relationship in us to do something like this together. So it's so cool. Well, anyways, I'll ask y'all the question I ask everybody who hits the What's Good podcast. What is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Kaylee, you can go first. <clears throat> the best piece of advice was given to me in a really low season when I was at Bible College and I was going through just homesickness. I was living in Australia, like 17 hour time difference away. And I just couldn't see a way out. Hmm. And a friend came up to me and she said, Kaylee, what you're going through isn't what you're going to. Hmm. Because like when you're in the thick of that situation, you're like, this is all that will ever be in my life is sadness and homesickness and anxiety and depression. But like, just like Joseph, when he was going through Potiphar's house and he was going through the prison, like he was going through it, but he wasn't going to it. He was going to the palace. And I'm not trying to say I'm going to a palace, but like, I'm not staying in this season forever. I'm going through it, not to it. That's so good. I love that. That's so good. And we were actually talking about this yesterday, this conversation Bella and I were having about how whenever you're little, like you cannot, you can't control your emotions, right? Like you have all these big emotions like sadness and you have grief and you have all these things, but you don't know how to handle them. So you get like extra dramatic with them, right? And you just feel all the feels. And like Bella, when she was having a rough day, she ran away from home and sat in our front yard, (laughs) ran away from home in a lawn chair and thought she was just in full rebellion. But that like, you don't know how to handle your emotions. But when you get older, you have to learn how to handle your emotions. You have to learn how to speak to those. And so that's such a good word Mm -hmm. for people who are in that sadness to not let those emotions take over and be like this is the end of me this is how it'll always be I am my anxiety I am my loneliness like actually no this is not where I'm going Mm -hmm. to so So that's great advice all right Reeves hit us with some advice 
I think the best advice that I've gotten is one time, right when I started leading worship, one of my good friends came up to me and I was just telling him about some of the stuff I was walking through, just like not feeling adequate and not, not good enough to do. Cause I started to understand like what it means to lead other people into worship yeah. and, and understanding that the God that we worship is so much bigger than anything that I can do yeah. to mm-hmm. do the justice of what is really happening there and like yeah. bringing them into the presence of God. And, um, he told me, he looked at me and he told me later that somebody had given him this advice in a crucial moment that he needed it. But he looked at me and he just said, you're not as bad as you think you are, <laughs> but you're not as good as what other people say that you are. Wow. So like in your abilities Woo-hoo. and in what you're doing and what your calling is, like, and especially in that moment, like that just, that was exactly what I needed to hear because wow. I was in my head about like, I'm not good enough to do this. I'm not a good enough singer. Like I was doubting every, all of the abilities, but yeah. God had given me those abilities and yeah. whether or not I see it, I'm not, I can't listen to those lies. I'm not as bad as I think that yeah. I am. Mm. And people are going to say what they're going to say. And yeah. they may hype you up to give you a bigger head than you need. You're yeah. not as good as you think. You're not as good as they say you are. So it's just That's so good. Just keeping Woo. you humble, but also That's... keeping you confident. Yeah. It's like, you know, you, you need to be humble and not think of yourself as higher yeah. than you are. But you also need to be confident in what God's given you, you know, and that balance is kind of hard to find if you're not rooted in, in Christ, yep. you know? Yeah. And I love, like, last night, Reeves and I were listening to this sermon um, with some friends, and what did it say? It was, like, self-hate and um, all of these different things, like self-hate. Um, what was it? Self-hate, comparison, yes, coveting? Coveting. He said, is an accusation against God. Wow. And I was like, wow, that's so good, because sometimes you think of self-hate and all those things as, like, you don't think of it as like an accusation against God. You're just thinking like, well, I'm insecure and that only affects me. Yep. But actually like you being insecure and you hating yourself and you not using your gift affects everyone. Yep. Because if you didn't actually get over not feeling good enough, yeah. you would never be sitting here on this couch after just dropping an EP that's going to literally help change people's lives or leading worship at conference mm-hmm. in two days and you know, being able to stand in that moment. And and realizing that this gift isn't really about me. It's that God gave me this, you know? So I love that. I was, like, shook by that last night. And you can't take credit for your gifts yeah, because you didn't give it to yourself. Like, you didn't choose the ability to sing or not. It's God-given. Yeah. So it literally should just glorify God because he gave it to you. It's good. Like, I didn't choose whether or not I could sing. Yeah. It's a God-given gift. That's right, because we'd all choose it. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. Can I, like, have Mariah Carey's voice? Like, um, I'll take that. Yeah. If you can choose gifts, that'd be easier. Yeah. Reeves, so you say you didn't know that you could sing, and actually, like, you hear that a lot. Like, people go on American yeah. Idol, and they're like, the American Idol, like, I just didn't know. Like, you know, and you're like, how did you not know? Like, I feel like you would know, yeah. but, but I, I also get that. How did you come to the point of, like, okay, I actually am good, you know? How did you get to that? Um, not on my own, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I, what happened was at camp, I work at Camp Chioka with Sadie's brother, John Luke. And that summer we started, no, the, in 2018, we, our worship, our time of worship was acapella. Mm-hmm. And so we have a skit night every week. And we get to do a skit, or you get to do a skit with your cabin, and you get to, but you can go up there and you can just do a talent. And so, me and Allie, Allie yeah. sang a version of Tennessee Whiskey that was for camp. And so, we said Tennessee Pepsi, and we changed all the <laughs> lyrics and just made it fun. 
and it was really just lighthearted fun like but someone came along and sat me down and told me like hey you need to do something with your voice mm-hmm. and i was just like what Who i knew? was just Tennessee Pepsi would have opened was... the door. <laughs> no, but I actually remember seeing the video. It was just a joke. Like, I it wasn't was just... at camp, but like people were like, did you see Reason Alley do this song? Because it was wow. so, y- y'all were so talented. Like, it was crazy. And I think like so many people strive to like be seen, you know, and they, they so strive for a platform. But truly and honestly, if God has given you a gift and anointed you to do something, you will, he will see it through. Yeah. Like, you, you're so seen by him that he'll put you in the spaces you need to do if you're being obedient to him mm-hmm. and elevate you to the point that he wants you to be elevated. So like Tennessee Pepsi at Camp Shioka leads to this conversation of you having a voice and then one thing leads to another and then years later, here we are. And when you were singing at your youth group, yeah. I mean at youth group night, for a night you weren't even supposed to lead and you're worshiping and that's mm-hmm. how I saw the video and one thing leads to another. Mm-hmm. So truly, friends, like if you're listening, if you have a gift inside of you and you're like, when am I ever going to be seen? How I'm, You're striving to push it. You're doing all these things. I would just encourage you like just keep serving the Lord with the gift yeah. that you have. And as you serve and if you have fun with it and you just, you just sing because that's what God gave you or you just mm-hmm. write because that's the ability you have, he will get the word out if he wants to get the word out through yeah. you to the people he wants to get it out to. And if that's 20 people, amazing. If it's 200, mm-hmm. incredible. If it's 20,000, perfect. You know, whatever God wants to do mm-hmm. is what you should do. And I just find it, um, you know, so many people are in that that striving game. Yeah. Did y'all ever feel like that? Like as you were, maybe it wasn't in singing, but in a different part of your life where you were like, man, like, I so desire to do this or be this and I'm not there yet. And how do you Mm -hmm. kind of rest in that tension? Y'all, I love summertime. It is my favorite season and I'm so excited to jump back in. We are approaching the best time of the year. But no matter what your summer looks like, KiwiCo invites kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first summer adventure series. Kids can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks, no matter what their age is, with enriching activities that accompany each project. KiwiCo has something for everyone with different topics for each age from space to dinosaurs and so much more. I am so excited about the summer series. We actually are getting this little driver that I know Haven is going to love because it's a little steering wheel and she loves anything active and also a little like neighborhood fun one where they have a water paint thing, which is so good because it's not going to make a mess and Honey is so into painting right now. And painting with a three-year-old, yeah, that's just hard. So I'm excited for the no mess. KiwiCo offers kids a chance to get outside and explore screen-free with projects like the Bottle Rocket Kit from the Summer Adventure Series. They can turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. Every Summer Adventure Series with KiwiCo is a personalized experience that includes real engineering, science, and art projects. And you'll be impressed with how high quality all the materials are. Everything we've gotten from KiwiCo has been absolutely amazing and such high quality. I know sometimes it can be hard to find creative, engaging ways to keep your kids away from the screens and just having fun, but KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can focus on spending fun and quality time tackling projects together. The KiwiCo Summer Adventure Series is personalized to your family and can be received all at once or 
or weekly for six weeks, depending on your schedule. If you like it all at once, that's great. Or space it out a little bit. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off your summer adventure series at KiwiCo.com slash Sadie Rob Summer. That's 20% off your summer adventure at KiwiCo. K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash Sadie Rob Summer. I think in Bible college, since you're around people who are like all on fire for Jesus, you can start comparing yourself to other Mm -hmm. people. Like, oh, I'm not as gifted as this speaker. I'm not as gifted as this singer. I can't write like them. And so like you feel this pressure to perform, Mm -hmm. you know, and like to be where someone else is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think like just leaning on the Lord that I said this in the last podcast, like God's writing my story. Yeah. And like, I'm going to work on having character yeah. more than trying to be seen. And like, yeah. because a lot of times we focus on the gifts of the spirit and yeah. not the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. And like the fruit of the spirit is the indicator That's that God's good. in your life yeah. and he's working in you. And I would rather have the fruit of the spirit than yeah. like all these gifts without it. Yes. That's so good. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to the story behind these songs. <laughs> So the story behind these songs, we got we got five songs here that mean a lot to both of y'all, myself, and, mm-hmm. and hopefully people who are listening who have already listened to these songs. Um, y'all obviously wrote most of these songs, if not all of these songs. You had a hand in it. So I want to go back mm-hmm. to the writing process and tell the story behind it. Um, and also for those listening, <clears throat> like, this is more than just like, a, here's a story behind the song. Like, there are messages in these mm-hmm. songs. There is a word in each um, one of these songs, if not several different yeah. messages you can take. And so I just encourage you, like, tune your ears to hear what they're about to say because there's a lot of life um, and a lot of uh, finding Jesus mm-hmm. in the midst of the words in these songs that I think a lot of you guys are going to relate to. Um, so let's start with uh, He's Not Done. Mm. He's Not Done is our fast song. It's a fun song. So y'all wrote it, right? Mm-hmm. With Mark. With Mark, which Mark's our producer and Mark's incredible. So you might hear us talk about Mark. Tell me about the writing process of that. Well, honestly, we were in Nashville in January, and I just remember we had written the day before, and I was in the elevators like the next day, and I was just like, just thinking about like anticipation for what God's gonna do, and yeah. I just remember like we I don't even know if we were supposed to write, but I was like, hey, I just had this idea for this song, and it's like really fast, and it's just like he's not done, and just it just we started just there, like, and we, we wrote, wrote it in like an hour. But it just, like, started with, like, just thinking about revival and just, like, I think about all the God moments that I've had in my life. And it's like, wow, this is so powerful. It can't get better than this. But then God always exceeds and he's always doing more. Like, just, like, brings hope for people. Like, God's not done. He's still saving. He's still healing. And, like, it just, like, builds faith yes. for what God is going to do. Like Even when we go to conference in two days, we're going to feel like we're on cloud nine and like God has done so much. But when we leave, he's still, he's still not working. done. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I love it because it reminds me of like, he's still the God of the Bible. Like yeah. when you say he's still, he, it's like so hard to say yeah. it and not sing it. Like yeah. he's still healing. He's still doing all these things. It's like who you're reading about is who's in your life right now. Yeah. And that's so encouraging because it's just this reminder of like, Oh my gosh, like the God of the Bible's alive. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. And I love the bridge too. Yeah, Mark had that line that's just killer. Uh, all of hell trembles as we assemble. Like that's just I love that spoiler line. alert. Well, you've already been listening to it, so. Yes. But that line, like Mark just like mm-hmm. said it out of nowhere and we we're just like, whoa. Like 
That was just... so good. Whenever y'all wrote that line, or when I heard the song, I ran uh, to dad and I was like, you're going to love this line. Because <laughs> you know how dad is. Like yeah. He's like, Graves in the Gardens guy. Yep. Yeah. And so I was like, you're going <laughs> to love this line. And even the Jesus is here, like Jesus is here right now, like yeah. we know that, but just mm-hmm. to sing it and like remind yourself like, hey, we're not singing to like the ceiling. Like yeah. Jesus is here right now. So what's going to happen? Because yeah. when Jesus walks in, yeah, things happen. That's yeah. so good. I remember um, going into a church service one time and actually kind of posturing my heart like that. I remember being like praying over the worship and praying over the speaker. And then mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, God, like you're here, yeah. which means mountains can move, which yes. means yeah. like people can be healed, which means like lives can turn around and just like reminding mm-hmm. yourself of that. Like if God's in the room, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get so used to a church or you get yep. so used to your routine of Sundays or even just going to a conference and you get used to these things, but it's like, mm-hmm. no, you're stepping into a place that's saturated in prayer and the presence of God is alive. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, whoa. I think it's really easy. Like if we're not expecting God to move and knowing in faith that he is doing something new, mm-hmm. yeah. just like the song talks about. Yeah. we can miss some of the things he's trying to do in our life so yeah. like being expectant of that and knowing like jesus is here like that's what the, i think that's what the heart of it is like yeah yeah it's to have energy and to be coming coming into that space knowing like god is doing something here like yeah that's why we're worshiping him yeah like, and y'all are so pumped about having a fast song too yes y'all are like because it's so hard it's honestly hard to write a fast-paced worship yeah. song. yeah i think i find it really hard sometimes to yeah. just like because a lot of times, I feel like, at least from my perspective, when you sit down to write a song, I just my default is to just go into more of like a more somber, worshipful yeah. attitude and, and, and like be in that kind of atmosphere yeah. mindset. And so you got to like come out of your skin. and like. Yeah. But for gotta, me personally, yeah. I think it might be my personality, but I like writing fast songs. Yeah, you're and really like, good at writing fast songs. Yeah. Well, it's because like, I'm just like, I, I do feel like one of my spiritual gifts is like faith and my personality is like seven on the Enneagram, like yeah. fun. And I'm like, let's just get excited about Jesus. Yeah. Like I'm a youth pastor. So I think I'm like, yeah, he's not done. Let's start jumping. Come Ooh. on, y'all. Yeah. I love it. And then the, um, just the, whoa, like it's so exciting. It's like, yep. get up like on your feet and like recognize yep. that God is on the move. It's so good, y'all. I love it. Okay, now we're talking about Jesus Overall. Jesus Overall is the song that we've had in the back pocket for a long time. We wrote it in 2020. I was going to ask you, when was that? Fall of 2020. 2020. And I remember going into that writing and we were feeling our 2020 feels, like truly. Um, And just taking us back to that moment, everyone who's listening, y'all remember what it was like in 2020 when everything was shut down, so many people sick, so many people dying, and it was like the news reports every day was literally numbering Mm. the new cases and numbering deaths. And it was just like hard. It was really discouraging to see that every day. And at the time, I was pregnant and I was, and I just got over COVID, yep. and I was really struggling. And I remember coming into that, and um, Brantley, who was working with us at mm-hmm. the time, had written that that chorus. It was a little mm-hmm. different at the time, but the "You're so holy, you're so good." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Man, this is like what I need." Um, mm-hmm. And at the time, I just remember like needing worship so badly because I didn't have the words to say yep. to God, and I didn't have honestly even the energy like Mm. to pray the prayers that I I normally would pray over myself or sing the songs that I would normally sing over myself so I just was like listening to worship so much during that time and when he sang that I was like man this is gonna be for people and so we really dove into kind of some of my personal 
struggle at the time to write. I remember at least the first yep. verse when we talked about, um, like, I know you're faithful, but I can't see it now. Mm-hmm. Like, help me to doubt my doubts that mm-hmm. I'm having because I don't want to think like this, but I'm thinking like this. Yep. Help me in my unbelief. Yes, mm-hmm. help me in my unbelief. Like, And those were, like, huge things that I had never experienced in my faith walk before. I've mm-hmm. always been, I think, a spiritual gift of mine, too, is faith. I've yeah. always had faith in God. I've always trusted Him. I always kind of see the glass half full. Optimism, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? He died on the cross, but He rose three days later. Like, yeah. I'm always at the resurrection, you know, hanging yeah. out there. Um, but in that time, I was, like, feeling really hopeless like it was so crazy Mm -hmm. and I was just really feeling doubtful and afraid and yet here I am pregnant like in an exciting season but Mm -hmm. I don't know it just kind of stole my joy and so um man that song means so much to me but what I I wrote this word down um just because I love this line in it, when it says, in the silence, in the waiting, I'm believing you're resurrecting, and how, mm-hmm. yes, like, it's awesome to talk about the resurrection, that's amazing, but even in those couple of days where it was like Jesus was in the tomb, it's like, it doesn't feel like anything's happening, it didn't feel like anything was, yeah. like, going to happen, it probably felt super dark, it even talks about in the Bible how there was, like, a darkness, like, the temple was torn, like, all this stuff, like, it probably, you didn't know what was coming, but he yeah. was still working, and he was still doing something even yes. in that time, and then resurrection came, and it just helped remind me of, like, even in those still moments, and those mm-hmm. quiet moments, or those hard moments, or dark moments, there is something God is doing behind the scenes, and he's still holy, and he's yep. still good, and he's mm-hmm. still holding me, um, and so, man, that song, that song mm-hmm. preaches to me still. When I hear it, I'm like, dang, like this is exactly what my heart needs in all seasons of mm-hmm. life. It's really cool. The line that says, because what you're thinking is so much better than what I'm expecting, yes. help me to understand because sometimes you go through things that you wouldn't choose for yourself. Yeah. But afterwards, you would never change it That's because right. it was so much better. Like God was weaving things together and mm-hmm. like working things yeah. and teaching you things that you wouldn't have Absolutely. otherwise. Absolutely. And so, like, God's ways are always higher than ours. Absolutely. And I think, like, yeah, if I wouldn't have gone through that season in my life, that more trying time, mm-hmm. like, like, I wouldn't be as anchored as I am now in my yep. faith. Because before that, I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, God is so good. Always good, you know? Yeah. But then I realized, like, no, even when it's really bad, he's still good, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, you hear that message. But to really grasp that message and get a revelation of that, you're like, mm-hmm. whoa, that's that's good. Well, that's good. Well, that's that's good. intended. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go to, let's go to Steady Light. Steady Light. Reeves, tell us about Steady Light. Steady Light was, we were recording all of this that we had already written, and we just had, I think we like broke for lunch, mm-hmm. and the food was there, but we got on the, the topic of Steady Light, and... Um, we really like wrote it really fast. Like yes. it was just like so fast. And I remember um, one part that I was working on while y'all were kind of building out what we had of the chorus. Yep. I wrote the bridge, but it like, I, I can't even take credit. Like it popped in my head so wow. fast. Like your word is a lamp to my feet. Like that scripture, like, wow. I mean, I couldn't even tell you the last time before that, that I had mm. read or heard that. Like it wasn't wow. recently, like that wasn't on my mind. Yeah. Dropped like right wow. right wow. into my head in that moment. And so then as soon as we were done with the chorus, I knew like, I was like, I know where we need to go. I know where yep. we need to go. Wow. And then we went and we wrote that whole song and then broke for lunch. Mm-hmm. And then 
we didn't even talk about it until we were about to catch our flight to yep. leave. And we were like, I don't know. We have this one. We were like, it's not that great, but we'll show y'all. <laughs> and then uh, Nate, uh, yeah. we started playing it. And even before it was over, Nate was like, y'all better get to work he right now. He cracked the whip, now. he said. Like, he's like, y'all better get this cut right now. Like, That's actually just... my favorite one on the album, which is so crazy. I wrote it so fast. Mm -hmm. It was really crazy because I believe that that was the Holy Spirit. Because the day before, we had been mm -hmm. at our team retreat. Yeah. And we had this whole conversation about the steadiness of God and how the steady light of God, mm -hmm. even just with the sun and the moon being a steady Mm. Uh, process 24 7 you have this light like as soon as sun goes down and the moon comes up like the light's still gonna be there and then when this moon goes away mm -hmm. and the sun comes up the light's gonna be there and it's a reminder of god's faithfulness and then even in the bible and um i want to say matthew it talks about loving your enemies it says for god lets the sun rise on those who mm -hmm. sin against him so yep. that's like He's intentionally doing that mm -hmm. and giving you a light to remind you, hey, yeah. here's another chance. Hey, I still love you. Hey, I'm still for you. Like, yeah. there's a steady light. So we talk about this. You go the next day with this information, <laughs> thinking, okay, I'll try to write a song about steady light. And then y'all send me steady light. And I'm like, what in the <laughs> world? I'm like, this is my new favorite song. Christian, by the way, listens to it every single day. Wow. Like, from the moment that y'all did the first recording, before it was like anything, before it was just a demo. He yep. listened to it every day. Wow. Just keys and vocals. <laughs> yes. And I like, think every time I called Christian after that for a period of time, he was just like, bro, I'm just listening to Steady Light. And I was just like, so <laughs> I'm not stop listening. Hey, to and that was a rough demo too. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was so, there was just something on it. I think yeah. it was the Holy Spirit just, it because it flowed like that and because it was a so root in scripture and because mm -hmm. it, 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 to me, it leaves you in awe and wonder. It's kind of like the So Will I song from mm -hmm. Hillsong where you just listen and you're like, that is the God of creation, yeah. you know? And I think it's that when you breathe, life's created. Mm. When you speak, like, it's just like, God, you're so powerful and you're so mm. steady. And and you're steady for me in my life. Yep. Like, your word is lamp to my feet and a light into my back. Like, mm -hmm. all of it is just so good. And even yesterday, Christian and I were talking about all the songs and stuff, mm -hmm. and he said, Steady Light has been so huge for me in my own walk of faith and wow. just personal testament. I was like, wow, babe. Like, I didn't know it was hitting you like that. <laughs> like, he was like, listen awesome. to every day because he was ministering to him. Wow. Like, it's just powerful. It's mm. really powerful. How did y'all come up with, like, the, um, because to me, like, the melody's so different mm. than any other song. Like, it doesn't sound just like a worship song. Mm -hmm. It's different. How did y'all come up with that? Well, me and Mark kind of were working on that chorus, and Reeves is over there on the piano getting that bridge, and I don't know. Just we just kind of start singing, when you speak, life's created, yeah. when you breathe. Mark came up with that. We were, what is that line? And then Mark came up with, all the stars align. Yeah. I love that I line. think one thing, too, is like, Mark is so good at just like, setting the tone for like mm -hmm. how to be in that mindset and be in the presence of God and really be led by God to yeah. find what we're looking for. Yeah. yeah. And so like, there's just something about like him just on a keyboard. Like yeah. Just, yeah. it's just, just it just, we're able to follow God with wherever yeah, we're Yeah. We were yeah. worshiping. Like, yeah. We were worshiping in that room. That's like, that's the most important part too. That's like, it so was cool. just And I even like verse two, like you are seen in the shadows, like, mm -hmm. and the shadows are the proof that the light is there. Yes. Like, that's what that line means. Like, if you feel like you're in the dark, if you're in the shadow, like, yes. a shadow is only proof that there is light. Boom. 
That's so, so good. So it was like, we were just like, it was all coming together. It was yeah. a team effort. That's so good. You know what, when, when you said that about worshiping, I thought about when we were writing Jesus Overall. Mm-hmm. And it was like every single time, because Kaz was over there on the piano, and every single time we say, you're still, everybody's hands went up. It was like, it was like automatic. It was we were like worshiping. you could not help but worship. And I feel the same way with mm-hmm. Steady Light. I mean, I really feel this way with all of the songs. There's a moment in all of the songs that my heart, whether I'm just listening to it because we're talking about when we're going to release something or we're listening yep. to it because we're talking about conference, there's a part in every song that makes my heart just go, oh, I need to just worship right yep. now. You know, because all of these songs were truly birthed out of a place of worship and birthed mm-hmm. out of a um, direct like scripture or a yep. moment that we've had with the Lord. And so for those listening to these songs, as you have moments with these songs, I do pray mm-hmm. that it leads you to the same thing with an encounter from the Lord or an encounter with the scripture that you've never even thought of before you know but but now all of a sudden this scripture is breathing life into your spirit um okay let's go to open open kaylee that is yours but what's really cool is um again the spirit moving on all this so we had already y'all already recorded all the songs for Mm -hmm. this ep y'all record he's not done we had jesus overall we had state of light we Mm -hmm. had all this stuff and then um, a few, I guess a month went by. I was getting ready in the morning, doing my makeup, and I started singing, I leave my heart open. And I was like, what is that song? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, where can, I was like, who, who sings that? So I literally start Googling the lyrics. Like, I leave my heart open. I'm like, I cannot find this. Was it Hillsong? <laughs> was it Passion? Like, can't remember. And then I was like, oh my gosh, Kaylee wrote this song a long mm-hmm. time ago because you would send me little songs and, yep. you know, voice you memos and stuff. What do you think yeah. of this? And I guess it just dropped in my spirit that morning, which really is so crazy when you think about yeah. it. And um, I was like, Kaylee, you remember that song Open? And you're like, mm-hmm. yes. And then you and Mark worked on it. And yep. it has become one of everyone's favorites and just yeah. a true, I think, I think what it is is it's a prayer that everybody needs to pray. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if not everyone, if, if you haven't prayed this prayer before and you're listening from the fact of like, oh, I can relate because I prayed that prayer and I know what that mm-hmm. looks like in my life, or I need to pray that prayer as a Christian yep. and lay my life down for the Lord. So talk to me about the words of Open. So I wrote Open, the chorus, in December 2019 in my bedroom at my parents' house when I wasn't getting something I wanted. Wow. When I had to surrender. Wow. And, like, the lyric, you know, I leave my heart open. And sometimes we pray that, like, Lord, I'm open, but not this one part. That's why you yeah, need the second line. Yeah. I'm holding back nothing That's from good. you. Because, you know, maybe we're like, Lord, I want your will to be done, not mine, in my work life. Yeah. But not my relationships. Yeah. But it's that part of, like, I'm open, and there's nothing in my life that you can't touch or change That's or right. have. Like, I'm holding nothing back, God, and I, I trust that your ways are best. Yeah, that's so good. Well, that comes through from the minute you start to the minute you end mm-hmm. that song. And it truly is a surrendering song to mm-hmm. the Lord. Um, okay, so when I first heard it, when y'all revised it and, you know, rewrote it, I remember hearing the line, this is the death of my ambitions, and being like, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> because because in my mind, I'm like, well, ambitions aren't a bad thing, you know? So why do we need to die to our ambitions? Because to me, I'm like, yeah, we should be ambitious. And so for people who listen to the line and they hear, this is the death of my ambitions, why is that so important to you? Mm. Um, and talk about the mirroring effect in the second yeah. verse for why that comes to life. I think we all need to die to our ambitions yeah. mm-hmm. and we need to come to life to God's ambition for our life because 
There is selfish ambition. I remember Christine mm-hmm. Kane preached that at Passion one year about the difference between godly ambition and selfish ambition. Selfish, yeah. selfish uh, ambition is about you being glorified. Yeah. Godly ambition yeah. is about advancing the kingdom and God being glorified. And there's things that we want in our life that aren't God's will for us. Like, yeah. God, I need to die to the ambition that is all about me and my That's name right. so that I can live for you and your name and your glory. And I just think about how they mirror the first verse and the second verse. Like, this is the death of my ambition. And then the first line of the verse two is, this is the start of resurrection Mm -hmm. because everybody wants resurrection, but resurrection starts with a crucifixion. Yeah. And we all have to get on that cross every single day. Yeah. And so when you, if you don't die to yourself, you're never going to live for Christ. Mm -hmm. That's right. And so like, I think about Abraham when he got that blessing, he got Isaac. Guess what God called him to do? Go lay him down at the altar. And only when uh, Abraham laid down Isaac and, fully put him on the altar, that's when the ram and the thicket came. Wow. And God provided. Wow. But God tests us, and He wants us to lay down our ambition yeah. and lay it down, have a have a death and burial, yeah. and then God resurrects something that we could have never done in it's our good. own strength. But not until you lay it down. Come on. That's so good. Dang. I think a lot of you guys need to rewind about <laughs> one minute and listen to that again. Um, because so many of us need that in our life. Mm. Uh, when, when I heard the song, I really thought this is going to be huge for people in college. Mm. Uh, just because that's a time where you really are focused yeah. on your own ambition and you're focused on what's my life going to look like? What am I going to do? Um, who am I going to be? And if you can have an encounter with the Lord in that time of your life, and not just an encounter of like, oh, God loves me, God sees me, but no, like I'm laying down mm. my life for whatever God you have for me. Yeah. Gosh, it's just such a pivotal, pivotal moment. Um, and what was really cool was when we were recording Open, mm. um, remember Layla was recording it, we were all there, and Layla, who sings on Open, her friend was in the room. Yep. Her friend was just there traveling with Layla, and she's like crying over there. She's like, oh my gosh, yep. like these words are speaking to me. And she was about to go into college and she yep. was like, I needed like every word. This is going to be my prayer going into college. Yep. And I just remember thinking like, wow, if that's her, imagine how many mm-hmm. it's going to be the same for them. So man, if you're in a season of your life where you've been holding on to so much of what you're going to be and what you're going to do and who you are, um, but yet you want to live a life for Christ. And I encourage you, go listen to that song and just uh, make it your prayer. Yes. Make it your anthem in this season. Um, gosh, it's so good. Okay, lastly, we have Promise to the End. Woo. Which, Promise to the End, Reeves, that was you. That was your mm-hmm. That was your uh, um, baby, if you will, <laughs> where you texted me and were like, hey, I want to write the song. So talk to me about that, that inspiration. I mean, it was just, it was only credit to God because it was just what he was doing through that sermon at Christ Church. Really? Like in, in my heart, like he was revealing these things mm-hmm. and how important the things that you were saying were. Mm-hmm. And I think a few days before I just felt compelled to work on a song about mm-hmm. what you were talking about in the sermon and all the words that God had given you, Steph was like, I think we have one more. I think she told mm-hmm. me she was like calling you too and she yeah, just she wanted like, to challenge us like more. we have one more like yeah. I know that there's one more yeah. and so she actually said just dig into maybe some of the old sermons like let's like just find maybe where God's trying to lead yeah. us if, if there is one more Yeah. and so that was where I started because that sermon was just on my mind and so like I just had a list of all the promises of God yeah. mm-hmm. and every single time that God promises something and just 
went with it. And it was so good. I mean, you were a huge part of that too. Yeah. I mean, yes. Well, it was really cool to collab on that together because Reeves took the inspiration from a sermon I had preached, <clears> and it was about it, does God keep His promises, yeah. right? And he sends me this idea for a song. I was like, this is really cool. Like, we could really go somewhere with this. And it was all these promises. And then you came over one day, you, Christian, and I, and Honey. So we had a little distraction, <laughs> but it was a good distraction. And stuff just kind of started flowing a little bit better. You were playing the piano. We kind of had a better direction of where we were wanting to go. And it was the same thing for me as it was for you when I was sitting there um, it was like stuff was just dropping in my spirit. Like mm-hmm. the whole you're the lion and the lamb, redeemer and a friend. Like that was just like poof. Like it was like yeah. stuff was coming into our hearts out of nowhere, which yeah. was the Holy Spirit working. And we'd be like, okay, this is good. This is good. And then we sat down with Kaylee mm-hmm. and Mark and we just made it even better. So that was truly like a team collaborative song. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember fighting through some of those words, which was really cool. Like whenever, <laughs> which Kaylee's laughing, but I love it because because mm-hmm. we really did try for every single word on every single song to matter. And there's a part at the beginning of the song where we say, "You're the rod in my hand," which could be confusing if you're just singing, "You're the rod in my hand." What does yeah. that mean? Yeah. But what it means, and there's other parts in the song where it's like, "You're the voice in the wind," "You're the rod in my hand," "You're the light in the dark," and basically it's really going through the Bible and yeah. realizing that in each of these stories, like with Moses, when he had a rod, like a staff in his hand, and he put that rod down and the sea split, that was the power of God in his hand. It wasn't about a rod. It was about the power of God. So Whenever Elijah was sitting on the mountain and there's earthquakes and there's this and there's a voice in the wind, that voice Mm. was the power of God. That was God. Whenever, you know, you you hear those about you're the light in the dark, like in the midst of the darkness, that light is the power of God. And just recognize that in each of these stories um even with we could have gone to david with the when he's getting the slingshot he's getting the stone like he had the power of god within him it wasn't about that it was about who god was and i remember you pushing on that and saying like do you think people are going to get it but what happened when you push on that was it made us feel so secure and i remember you came out with that word where you were like you know what we all have a rod in our hand We all have something that God has given us Mm -hmm. that we have to realize it's God within us that gives us the power behind it. And it reminds me of you at the beginning of this podcast talking about you didn't know you could sing. And that was the power of God within you and recognizing Mm -hmm. it's like, it's actually not just a rod. It's not just the, it's the power of God moving. And so um, Kaylee, if you want to end us on just an encouraging word, to that, to that specific thing in mm. people's life, whether whatever it is that God is within them and yeah. um, His promises are like yes. And Moses amen. had a staff, you know, mm-hmm. and David had a slingshot. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the Bible had something that God used, mm-hmm. and like you might be looking in your life and you're like. I just have this staff. It doesn't mean much. But with God, He can use it. Like you might just have a youth ministry. You might just have uh, a Bible study of five girls at your high school. You might just have uh, a guitar. But what could God do through it? And I said this last time, but like God um, will use what's in your hand to fulfill what He put in your heart. Yeah. And so be faithful. I mean, David could have been like, this slingshot is not going to do anything against Goliath. Yeah. But he knew that God was with him. Yeah. And God used that. And so don't underestimate the rod, yeah. what God will do with it. It's good. And be faithful with it. Bring it with you everywhere you go. That's so yeah. good. I love it. And then lastly, Reeves. So 
this whole idea of you're the lion and lamb, redeemer and a friend. It's taking this idea of God that you see as so big and making him so personal because that's what he did when he sent Jesus. He's like, yes, I am the creator of all things, but I also am going to send my son yeah. to recline at the table with sinners. You know, like what a friend that you yeah. are. And just seeing God as like, you know, giving him the reverence that he deserves, but also being in a relationship yeah. like he's willing to be in with you. So for you in your own life, you want to speak to people who are kind of finding their relationship with God and finding their footing. Um, how did you in your own life go from knowing God as God to knowing God as a personal friend? If you can speak to some encouragement. Um, I think that like, I wanted to say this earlier too, like some of the, whenever we're talking about this song specifically, I'll use the writing process as an example. Like we're talking about the promises of God and, and really like the, all the good things about God. It can be mm-hmm. so overwhelming and it's so, the magnitude of it mm-hmm. is like, we, we can't grasp it. We yeah. can't mm-hmm. contain it all. To understand it all is just yeah. beyond us. Yeah. And so like, even in that song and writing it, it's kind of similar to like our understanding of God. Like there's so many things about it and it's all a lot at once. Mm-hmm. But like you were talking about this the other day too, like, when you have a child and your love for that child yep. is just so fierce. And if anything is coming after that child, yep. there's mm-hmm. nothing that you're that's, that's going to stop you from going after it and protecting right. that child and loving that child with everything in you. And so, like, that's crucial to your understanding of God. That's right. And, like, even the other day when we were talking about it, that's I needed good. to be reminded of that. Like, mm. God loves you so fiercely. Mm-hmm. And he sent his son to die on the cross for you. Yep. Because he lo- like he knit you so in your mother's womb. Yeah. He knew everything about you before it would ever come to pass. Yeah. And so like his love for you, we can't grasp it. That's right. But he sent his own son That's right. just to bridge that gap where mm. sin separated us. So good. And so he just wants to be in relationship with you. And so that's the key to having a relationship with him is knowing he wants that and he extended that first. Yeah, that's so good. Gosh, what a great reminder for literally everybody, including us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what Reeves is saying and what we want you to experience is what we've all personally experienced that changed our life. Like we all were once lost and now we're found. We've all been dead and now we're alive. And for you listening, if you feel unlovable and you feel, you know, just bogged down by the depression and the anxieties of the world and you feel lost and you feel afraid, like all these things, like this is the God who has a response to those feelings. This is the God who is going to love you with love that is so wild and reckless you've never even experienced anything. Mm -hmm. Like this is the God who is going to give you peace that surpasses all understanding. It's going to give you joy um, whenever it really makes no sense to have joy. (laughs) Joy, that's a strength. And that's who God is in your life. That's what Jesus came on the cross to do, to make the dead and you, the things that are dead and you come alive. And that is, all of that is proven true by the words that he's given us. And so what we're singing over you is the words of the scripture. What we're singing over you is is the, the words that we cling to as yeah. hope in our life. And so if you're trying to find that, how do I find God? How, how do I get closer to God? 
Well, first, you just call out to God because yeah. God's there to listen and respond. But secondly, how do you find God? You learn these scriptures. And I love how what Reeves is saying and saying this is crucial to understanding how, how you understand that. It's, it's crucial to know the word because when you read the word and you understand the word and you realize that word is for you, that's whenever it's yeah. active and alive and changes everything in your life. So um, before you even get to all that, um, if you haven't read and if you haven't studied and maybe you're listening to these songs today, I just pray that you feel his spirit tangibly, mm. yes. um, that you just, uh, you feel maybe you're crying and you don't know why I'm crying. You know, maybe you have chill bumps, you don't know why I'm chill bumps, you know, yeah. you might uh, feel a stirring towards uh, God and you're like, why do I feel this stirring? Just lean into those things today, friends. Um, this can be a, a huge moment in your life. Mm. And I'm excited. I, I love that these songs that are just worship songs that we wrote have yeah. sparked this this great of a conversation. Um, I think there's something to that and something yeah. to be said about that. So, friends, thanks for being on the podcast. Two days till conference. It's going to be awesome. Y'all will be leading these songs. Oh, wait, okay, so pulse check. Are y'all nervous? Are y'all excited? Where are we at? Yes, I'm nervous. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Hey, uh, someone asked me today, are you nervous or excited? I said both. I was like, yeah. because yeah. anything you're super excited about, you're going to be really nervous for. Yeah. Yeah. And that's an okay thing. And if you're not nervous, sometimes it means that you don't really care about it or you think that you got it. So sometimes yes. being nervous is like, I know I need you, God. That's true. It's such an honor. I mean, you're bringing the word of God to an arena of people. Like there's some weight there. We're leading people into the That's presence right. of God. There's right. some weight there. That's but right. of course, we're excited about it. Absolutely. And I'm excited to worship with these songs and like awesome. see how the people respond. That's yeah. so good. Look, if I wasn't nervous, I would be nervous about why I'm not nervous. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Well, if you haven't gotten your ticket, you still can. You can go to lsisterconference.com and you can join us at conference. Um, for all of you local people, just come on over. Come be a part of conference. You can get your ticket online and get there. Um, you can make a drive. It probably isn't too far if you're living in, let's see, Texas, Arkansas, Mississippi, Alabama. You're pretty close. So you should drive. Um, um, flights might already be all booked up. But get in the car. Come join us. It's going to be an incredible weekend. And if any of this is stirring something in your heart, you really don't want to miss it live. You really don't want to miss what God's going to do in person. So get there August 19th, which is two days from now, and 20th. It's going to be incredible, and we will see you guys there. Whoa.